It is time to begin. If you would, please turn to 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered to him, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you, as oft as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread, and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death, till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread, and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning or dividing into two parts the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. Now to Romans 5. And verse 1, Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience, and patience experience or character, and character hope. And hope makes not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which is given to us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commends his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Now down to verse 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now to John 6, verse 47. John 6, verse 47. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that believes on me has everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven, 
that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eats me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eats of this bread shall live forever. Now to John 13 and verse 1. John 13. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, <clears throat> the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God, and went to God. He rises from supper, and laid aside his garments, and took a towel, and girded himself. After that he pours water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then comes he to Simon Peter, and Peter says to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I do you know not now, but you shall know hereafter. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash you not, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He that is washed need not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit, and you are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, You are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments, and was set down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, happy are you if you do them. <clears throat> we will now have the foot washing ceremony.
if you will take your Bibles again now and turn to 1 Corinthians 10. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 16. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Now if you will go to 1 Peter 2 and verse 20. 1 Peter 2 and verse 20. For what glory is it if when you be buffeted for your faults you shall take it patiently? <clears throat> but if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable to God. For even hereto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sins, should live under righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were his sheep going astray, but are now returned to the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Now to Isaiah 52. Isaiah 52 and verse 13. Behold, my servant shall deal prudently. He shall be exalted and extolled and be very high. As many were astonished at you, his visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. So shall he sprinkle many nations. The king shall shut their mouths at him, for that which had not been told them shall they see, and that which they had not heard shall they consider. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opens not his mouth. Now if you would turn to Matthew 26 and verse 26. Matthew 26 and verse 26.
And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Now before partaking of the bread, we will have a prayer if you will bow your heads. Almighty, great, heavenly Father, and God of all the universe, the sovereign over all your creation, we come to you to humble ourselves before your throne, to thank you so very deeply that you cared enough for us that you sent your Son to this earth, and thankful to him that he was willing to divest himself of eternal life, to come to this earth and die, to have his body broken and beaten beyond imagination, so that he was tortured more than any man ever has been. And as the psalmist says, his bones were out of joint and he could see all his bones. He was criticized, he was persecuted, and went through more torture than any man ever has for our sakes. Not for anything that he had done, but because of our sins. And you are the great God who say you forgive our iniquities and you heal all our diseases. And as we read in Peter, his body was broken and his stripes were given that we might be healed. So, Father, as we partake of this bread now, we do ask your blessing upon it and that you will help us to have the faith in this coming year to understand that you are Yahweh, Rofika, God, our healer, and that we can look to you and utter trust and faith that you had this much care for us and that your son does as well that you were willing to have him go through this in order that we might be healed. So it's something you take very seriously and something we should as well. So, Father, give us that faith, that trust to know you and believe you. And we give you thanks for what you've done for us and for this bread that we will now partake of, which represents the broken body of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now if we will go to Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9 and verse 11. But Christ, being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Now to 1 John 1 and verse 7. 1 John 1. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, 
and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Now let's go to Ephesians 1 and verse 7. Ephesians 1 and verse 7. in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now to Colossians 1 and verse 20. Colossians 1 and verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Now let's go back to Matthew 26 again. Matthew 26 and verse 27. Matthew 26, verse 27. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink you all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Now, if you will bow your heads again, before we partake of the wine, we'll also ask God's blessing upon it. And now again, Heavenly Father, we come before your great, powerful throne on the sea of glass with the 24 elders singing hosannas and hallelujah to you and the angels about, knowing that there is great glory in this universe, but that we are the worm Jacob down here. We have sinned. But through the blood of Jesus Christ, as we have just read in several verses, we can become absolutely holy and unblameable before your throne through him, not of our own righteousness, but through his. And on that tree, he poured out his blood before all men, that we might have life and life eternal. And this is a sacrifice that we simply cannot comprehend or understand fully. But it's a sacrifice that you planned thousands of years ago. Because you knew that we would need very desperately a sacrifice for our sins. So Father in heaven, we thank you so much that you offered your son. And that he was willing to offer himself for our sins. So as we partake of this wine, we ask you to help us to grasp and understand that we are clean through him, that we are unblameable, we cannot be reproved, that through him we are accounted as righteous and can be a part of your kingdom someday if we hold fast to that which we have been given. So we give you great thanks and honor and glory and praise for what you have done and ask your blessing on this wine and sanctify it as the blood of Christ shed for us.
And we pray this again in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Now let us turn to John 13, John 13, and we will begin in verse 20, John 13 and verse 20. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that receives whomsoever I send receives me, and he that receives me receives him that sent me. When Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit, and testified and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, that one of you shall betray me. Then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spoke. He then, lying on Jesus' breast, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus to him, That you do, do quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spoke this to him. <clears throat> for some of them thought, because Judas had the bag, that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things that we have need of against the feast or that he should give something to the poor. He then, having received the sop, went immediately out, and it was night. Down to verse 33. <clears throat> little children, yet a little while I am with you, you shall seek me. And as I said to the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where do you go? Jesus answered him, Where I go, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why cannot I follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Truly, truly, I say to you, the cock shall not crow till you have denied me thrice. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go you know, and the way you know. Now down to verse 12, verse chapter 14. Truly, truly, I say to you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep 
my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees it not, neither knows it, but you know it, for it dwells with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world sees me no more. But you see me, because I live, you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He that has my commandments, and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Verse 24. He that loves me not keeps not my sayings, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken to you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, it shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said to you, I go away and come again to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go to the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you were clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things have I spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what his Lord does, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known to you.
You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Now to chapter 16. These things have I spoken to you that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogue. Yes, the time comes that whosoever kills you will think that he does God service. And these things will they do to you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not to you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you ask me, where go you? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Verse 13. Howbeit when he, or it, the Spirit of truth, has come, it will guide you into all truth. For it shall not speak of itself. But whatsoever it shall hear, that shall it speak and it will show you things to come. It shall glorify me, for it shall receive of mine, and shall show it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it to you. A little while, and you shall not see me. And again, a little while, and you shall see me, because I go to the Father. Verse 19, Now Jesus knew that they were desirous to ask him, and said to them, Do you inquire among yourselves of that I said, A little while, and you shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and you shall be sorrowful, but your joy shall be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in travail, has sorrow, because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. And you now, therefore, have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man takes from you. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. These things have I spoken to you in Proverbs, but the time comes when I shall no more speak to you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day you shall ask in my name, and I say not to you that I will pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father and am come into the world again, I leave the world and go to the Father. Verse 32. Behold, the hour comes, yes, is now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. 
These words spoke Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify your Son that your Son also may glorify you. As you have given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you gave me to do. And now, O Father, glorify you me with your own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name to the men which you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever you have given me are of you. For I have given to them the words which you gave me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from you, and they believe that you did send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which you have given me, for they are yours, and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your own name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those that you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which, you sh which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me, and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect and one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I will that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. Now if you would turn again to Matthew 26. Matthew 26. beginning in verse 30. 
when they had sung in him, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All you shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, Though all men shall be offended because of you, yet will I never be offended. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you that this night, before the cock crow, you shall deny me thrice. Peter said to him, Though I should die with you, yet will I not deny you. Likewise also said all the disciples. Then comes Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and said to the disciples, Sit you here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he to them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even to death. Carry you here, and watch with me. And he went a little further, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he comes to the disciples, and finds them asleep, and said to Peter, What, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we will now sing that hymn and be dismissed, and perhaps through the rest of the evening we can think on these things that Christ said right after the hymn was sung about how his disciples betrayed him and how weak we tend to be, but the Spirit indeed is willing, and His Spirit combined with ours can produce righteousness in us, just as it did in His disciples a little later on in their lives. So we will be dismissed now.